Hello. Welcome to Senior Beat. My name is Christine Beatty. I'm the director at the Madison Senior Center, and my co-producer is Tom Frazier. And I like to say about Tom, he wears many hats, but primarily his hat is advocacy for older people. That's correct. That is. That'll do. That'll do. Absolutely. And i um, happy to welcome our guest today. Um, Frank Power is the current chairperson or president, president of the PLATO group here in Madison. And PLATO stands for Participatory Learning and Teaching Organization. I have to rehearse that a little bit mm -hmm. once in a while, Frank. Um, but PLATO is a wonderful organization, and we want to make our audience know all about PLATO today. Welcome, Frank. Thank you. Thank you. So you've been serving as uh, president of PLATO for a year now, right? Yes, since last July. And you're a volunteer? Of course. Okay. <laughs> and um, tell us about PLATO a little bit. PLATO is a learning and retirement organization. We are 30 years old next year. This is our 29th year. Wow. Uh, we have about 1,100 members. Uh, we specialize in uh, courses that are taught by our members, and uh, we will have 50 courses this fall. Wow. And we usually have what we call interim courses, and they are now reaching about 10 courses in the uh, summer and then 10 in the winter. Wonderful. So uh, we're beginning to um, have many, many courses. We also have a lot of bus trips, theater trips, which are educational and cultural. Uh, we, we have a large lecture series. Mm -hmm. For example, today we have a lecture on how to be an auditor uh, at UW for seniors. Mm -hmm. um, and we had 60 people attend. You know, that's, uh, so that's, that's a complicated process to it is become a an auditor. It is yeah. quite, yeah. and it, you have to take a little course in order to sign up. For to the be big audit. course. We're not talking about financial record. No, 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 no. When he said auditing, I, yeah. I thought about yeah, that. No, it's yeah. just, it's taking the, you know, many of the professors allow seniors to take courses. Yeah. And they're free. And they allow them. They, they allow them. And uh, uh, I took a course on the Vietnam War, and it was very uh, surprisingly complete, uh, way back in the history, and mm -hmm. learned a lot. One of my friends took a course, and she said that she really enjoyed the interaction with these bright young people in the classes and, and right. really desired that. But, but back to these classes for Plato, um, you mentioned that many of the classes are taught by your members. How does that work? Well, of course, many of our members are former teachers or mm -hmm. faculty members. Mm -hmm. I would say about uh, half of the courses uh, taught by people that were teaching on a college level. I see. And um, almost most of our members have uh, college graduates, and most many of them have you know advanced degrees. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't necessarily have to be that way, but uh, if you take some of our current events courses, uh, there's a lot of uh, back and forth. Oh, as heated to, uh, discussion, what's you going might say. On. Yes. But we have courses in science. We have courses in art. We have uh, courses in uh, the museum, visiting museums and theater. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, politics. Dennis Toussaint oh, is one yes. of our most popular courses. Yes. He teaches right here. Yes. And uh, we're waiting for the course to come up in the fall yeah. about Wither, Wisconsin. Yeah. Tell me, um, you mentioned membership, so I'm assuming there is a membership fee. There's a, it's $60 a year for Plato, that's mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. And for all that, you can attend uh, any of the uh, classes. And uh, we get a break on the bus trip tickets um, and go to the lectures uh, for free. And so it's a, it's a lot of bang for 60 bucks. Yeah. Absolutely, and, and I remember you mentioning that you offer some scholarships, too, for people who have... For people that are unable to uh, uh, pay that price, then they can just contact the Plato office, and there is a mechanism completely anonymous to assist them. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. you know, that's so mm -hmm. important. Mm -hmm. um, would you... I'm, you know, you said a lot of your... Um, teachers or college um, educators and it should somebody be nervous about if they don't have formal education taking these classes or being a part of Plato well I don't think they should be nervous at all um, many of the courses are uh, presented in such a fashion that you know this you don't have to have read the books that uh, these professors have read or former yeah. professors yeah. But many of the courses are uh, challenging. Yeah. Uh, a lot of books to read or uh, homework to do. If you wish. But uh, yeah. there's no grades and so on. No but exams. You don't do your homework. No final exams. We don't throw you out of class. <laughs> yeah. well, also, I seem to recall that when you look at all the courses offered, they sort of tell you. Uh, right. Uh, we have different. If there's ex expectations that we have different levels. Oh. Yes. We have three and, levels. And yeah. some of the courses you can yeah. choose, you, all you have to do is show yeah. up. Yeah. And, and that's and the bottom level. Yeah. 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 We, don't, we don't call them bottom feeders. <laughs> but, that's, <laughs> but there are people that come and they just kind of like, they, they, they listen. Mm -hmm. But uh, actually, most classes, that, there's a lot of talking going on, too. Yeah. It's I was very just hard to say, I've taken some of the political classes, and you're lucky to get a word in it. <laughs> Sometimes the professor has to go, well, wait a minute, Jim, yeah. can I get my two cents? Yeah. Well, it creates a, a forum for people who are intellectually um, wanting to have that curiosity about uh, topics of importance, and, and that's a great thing. Um, too often older people are isolated in certain ways and gives them mm -hmm. an, an opportunity to speak their mind and expand their mind for that well, matter. Well, Plato does two very, very important things for retirees. It helps them to keep their brain going. Yeah. And it gives them socialization with interesting people. Yeah. And uh, those are like two of the five things that we really need to do mm -hmm. to age well. Yeah, to age successfully, and, uh, absolutely. We're very proud of uh, the fact that a person comes to Plato for that $60. They have all these courses, all uh, lectures, many bus trips. If they want, they can go to one or two things a week. Mm -hmm. uh, or not, mm -hmm. depending upon how they feel. And they can study one particular thing, uh, history. Mm -hmm. uh, we have many courses in history, Civil War history, ancient history, etc. Mm -hmm. And we have courses here at the Senior Center, mm -hmm. one of our favorite sites, Capital Lakes, mm -hmm. many of the libraries, mm -hmm. and uh, Oakwood West. 
So you don't have to go to the university campus, which can be daunting. Um, you can, you're offering these courses in community places that are a right. little easier right. to access. Accessible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. helpful in people, and of itself. People should not think that you need, that even though we are affiliated with the university, we have an office uh, with the Department of Continuing Studies. You don't have to feel that, you know, gee, it's, it's a university thing. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's a thing for retirees. Mm -hmm. Good. Good. Okay, so we've talked about the location of the classes. You said there's going to be 50 classes this fall. How would our viewers connect in with Plato? PlatoMadison.org. Okay, that's the online. our website. Mm -hmm. You go on our website, and uh, right away you'll see one section of the opening page, which uh, refers to the courses. Okay. And you click on there and it opens up all the courses. Wonderful. And uh, those courses will be listed uh, very shortly for the fall. Okay. And when you see those lists, again, I recall you, it gives you a little description of the program. Mm -hmm. It tells you where it's going to be, who's right. teaching it. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and the level of, you know, expected participation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, now for and, and I recall too that you, would, I think anybody would be hard pressed to say you couldn't find something interesting out of fifty. Fifty uh, classes being <laughs> right, right. plus the lectures, plus the bus trips. I would say that is a very good deal. Yeah. Um, what about people who are not online or don't use computers? Is there a telephone number we can give them? Uh, yes, there is a telephone number. We okay. Can give them. Uh, which uh, I can't give you. Okay. Uh, well, we will make head. sure that that telephone number, that, whatever right. it is, gets flashed on the screen. Right. Um, because I think it's really important for some people don't have the access to computers. And that's still a phone number you can call. Right. And I remember years ago, you used to allow people just to kind of take a peek in a class or try a class. You can take up to two classes and no one will ask any questions. Okay. And uh, we haven't thrown anybody out in five years that I can see. <laughs> okay. We do ask you to follow an honor system. Sure. To join Plato if yeah. you want to participate longer right. than that. Right. Well, I think mm -hmm. that that could encourage someone just to try to give it mm -hmm. a, give it a shot. And we have mm -hmm. a lot of, as you said, mm -hmm. Frank, mm -hmm. we're delighted to have Plato classes at the senior center. I think we have almost one every day. Um, if not two, so mm -hmm. people could come here and give it a try at least. Yes. So. Yeah. And do you still do the preview here? Oh. Oh yes, we do the. I ran the preview for a number of years. Yes. And yes. Uh, one of the reasons they asked me to run the previews, I'm a very good person for coming up and putting my hand on the shoulder and saying it's time for you to stop talking, <laughs> <laughs> because we have a lot of former professors teaching the courses sure, and sure. when they got up at the preview and started talking about their course no one could stop them. Okay so, so the preview is at the Madison Senior Center there's usually refreshment there's a lot of talking and conversation and people but then you get to hear about all of the classes that are going to be yes, held there. All, all the coordinators are scattered throughout the downstairs mm -hmm. room. And you can and even you meet the teacher. Meet the, te meet meet. the coordinator. And, right, uh, right. And sign up 
Yeah. And uh, it's a great day. Yeah. I'm very happy with yeah. that. Yeah. It is fun. And, again, this whole idea of intellectual stimulation is um, really an important aspect of successful aging, keeping your mind active and alive. And if you've been a person who is um, intellectually curious, this is is a wonderful resource in our community. I would like to say one more thing about Plato, if I may. You may. We have a a new course uh, for the past year called Racial Injustice and Inequality in Madison, Wisconsin. As you know, that's a big issue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, this summer, we are training Plato members to be volunteers in many of the minority organizations. We got uh, we raised uh, $3,500. We have six videos of all the African-American leaders speaking mm. to our group, and they're all up on our website now. Wonderful. And we're very pleased with that. Yeah. And that we give a lot of scholarship money also. That's right. Uh, to various organizations. Mm-hmm. We get, give one full scholarship to the wonderful Odyssey program. Oh, yes. Uh, which... Uh, helps African-Americans who didn't really finish uh, or start college but now are kind of really interested. Mm -hmm. And we give about $10,000 to uh, late uh, learners or adult returners Mm -hmm. who have gone out and done a lot of other things and then Mm -hmm. come back. And one one of the graduates from Odyssey got her who of 2007 got her master's degree this year. Wow. So not only does Plato manage to help older people, but it's making a contribution in other ways. Frank, thank you so much for being with us today. Plato's a great organization. Thank you. It's my pleasure. People should check it out. Check it out. Very good. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Senior Beef. We um, have our guest for our second segment, which is Cheryl, uh, Cheryl Wickey is with us, and she's from Safe Communities, Madison, Dane County. Mm-hmm. I've always been impressed with this organization. They, they do some research-driven look at our community and figure out what, what are some of the problems that need to be solved. So thank you for being with us, Cheryl. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, talk to us about the way in which uh, Safe Communities figures out what it's going to work on. Well, we look at the data. Mm-hmm. And we not only look at the data, but we also ask people. So we, it's the, those two pieces. One is, what does the data tell us, the hospitalization data, the death data, and public health, Madison-Dane County, mm-hmm. and our healthcare partners really compile that for us. Mm-hmm. So that's really how we set our strategies. And then we conduct listening sessions every mm-hmm. few years to also ask people. And it's interesting how there's an alignment. 
between the data and what people are, are really concerned about. So you're tackling some of the toughest issues that our community mm. is facing. And um, I know one of them is falls prevention, uh, and, and that's for older people? Yes. Primarily. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I was surprised to find out that suicide prevention was a big one in our community. It is, yeah. And then uh, what others? The drug, drug overdose oh, epidemic, okay. drug poisoning, and um, you know we tend to think of this as an issue that's affecting primarily younger people. It's really across the lifespan, and in particular, we see people that are having interactions with medications, including opioids, and that is a really a big problem in our community, not only for young people but for older people. Yes, and that's a, an, uh, you're hearing about that on a national oh, level yeah. as well. Right. Uh, all the media are picking up on opiate addictions. Um, any others that you're f focusing on? Uh, traffic crashes oh. is another big issue, mm -hmm. although now the drug poisoning has exceeded traffic crashes as our number one cause of injury death in Dane County Wow. and actually nationally. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you talked about having a lot of uh, community partners. Yes. Tell me about those partnerships that you have. Well, including Madison Senior Center and the Elderly Services Network, lots of organizations that are working with older people. We really are a coalition, so we're a small, I mean, it's, I'm the staff person with, with some other support. And um, the work really gets done by our partners. Mm -hmm. So we build these partnerships by looking at the top causes of injury and then what are effective approaches to address them. So, for example, you know, the, the Stepping On program mm -hmm. that you host here, or Ballroom for Better, Better Balance. Mm -hmm. I mean, the sort of programs that help older people avoid falls. Mm -hmm. We really partner with our, with our organizations that are part of the coalition to, to host those, to have guest experts. To encourage experts. them to take those things on, That's too. right. Um, I think that the research that you do is something that, as an agency director, I don't have time to do yeah. that kind of research. And now you've got me thinking about the uh, drug poisoning stuff, and maybe we could do some more at the Senior Center about that particular topic, yeah. too. So you encourage us to do a better job. And you are the boots on the ground yeah. that are doing the work. So yeah. I think that's a great partnership. Yeah, it is a good partnership. Absolutely. Yeah. So how many different organizations are a part of your coalition? Well, informally, about 300, 350 organizations participate in one way or another. Yeah. So, for example, by offering the Stepping On classes or our QPR, Question Persuade Refer, mm -hmm. suicide prevention classes. Mm -hmm. We have healthcare partners that are um, helping with various things, including partnerships with the prescribing community on safe opioid prescribing. That's really been led by them mm -hmm. with, you know, support from partners. So uh, it's, it's, as you said, it's engaging them in these initiatives that we know work. Mm -hmm. So it's a, a, a term that's being bandied about now is evidence-based. Right. So that <laughs> there is some research behind the intervention that indicates it does work. Right. I mean, we can spend a lot of time coming up with good ideas, but we don't. If they haven't been tested, um, it seems like it's a better use of everybody's time to look out there for models that already work. We just beg, borrow, and steal, mm -hmm. you know, as we need to, and I think that that's the best use of everybody's time. Yeah, yeah. and it's also when you're dealing with a population that needs help. You want to be able to say, if you're involved in this, it'll make a difference in your life. Right. So that's. Exactly. And I want to just give you a chance to talk about your conference coming up next month. Yes. Well, we are really delighted with this initiative. And again, this has been a strong partnership amongst a lot of folks. Um, 
you know, we tend to think of suicide as almost being inevitable. And we know that, in fact, we can prevent suicides. Mm-hmm. Most suicides can be prevented, in fact. And there's a, there was a health care system in Michigan that, that actually reduced the suicides among their HMO members by 80%. Wow. And this is, a, again, an evidence-based program that healthcare community members in Dane County are embracing. Mm-hmm. And so we have this uh, Dr. Coffey who led the initiative in, in Detroit, the Detroit area, and he's our keynote speaker at the conference. And then we'll have a number of people that are community people as well that talk about how can you implement a zero suicide initiative in your community. And Dane County is unique in that we've had healthcare systems around the country adopted, but we are really looking at adopting this at a community level. So what are the pass-offs between the healthcare systems and the senior centers or, you know, other community partners to make sure that there's support when people leave the healthcare systems? And that's a really exciting initiative. Um, Unity Point Meritor is actually our pilot site here in Dane County, and they've made changes internally within their organization to adopt the Zero Suicide Conference. There'll be representatives from each of the other healthcare systems there learning about it, and then community partners also identifying how to partner with the healthcare systems on this. So it's really exciting, I think. Um, talk to us about how um, uh, people could get in touch with you or with this conference. Or if, if they go to our website, which is safercommunity.net, okay. www.safercommunity.net, um, there's a registration option there. Mm-hmm. And it will also talk about some of the other ways that people can get involved in suicide prevention. We run the MedDrop program in partnership with all of the, a number of the um, law enforcement agencies in mm-hmm. Dane County. So where to take your medications, unused medications, mm-hmm. um, and then how to sign up for both the Zero Suicide Conference and also how to sign up if you're interested for QPR, which is a gatekeeper training. It's for everybody. How can you recognize the signs and symptoms that somebody might be considering suicide? And we tend to think we might be planting an idea, but in fact, the opposite is the case. If you ask somebody, you know, if you say, I'm worried about you, are you thinking about, about suicide? That gives them permission to talk about it. Yes. And so yes. we want to give people tools and resources mm-hmm. if they encounter mm-hmm. someone in their life. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. To ask the question is a very important part of suicide prevention. It's a Are you thinking of harming yourself? Um, it's a hard question to ask, I would think. But, it is. But you begin to mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. Uh, more comfortable with it when you realize it makes a difference. Exactly. So since this won't be showing until the first of the month, if people see this and are interested, they're going to have to move quickly. Yes. Yes, that's right. And if and as I said, this this conference is really your website. Yes. See if they could still sign up. Yeah. Yeah. And you know the conference is really just kicking off a community-wide initiative. So there will be more, much more going on after the conference. And the conference is really geared more towards probably service providers and healthcare professionals. Mm -hmm. The conference itself. But again, after that, there'll be opportunities to engage at the community level. Good. Where so, is it? How many people do you expect to be there? We've got about 125 folks registered currently. Wow. Um, it's at the Sheraton. We, you know, we'd love to have. We got room for 200. Okay. That's June 7th and 8th. 8th. Right. Wonderful. Right. But also to just be for our audience to be aware of the fact that newspapers might be picking up some of other information about other opportunities as well. Right. Absolutely. Right. And we really appreciate your getting the word out about it yes. through this program. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Safe Communities is doing, we talked about crash. I remember when you were doing traffic, um, you know, um, 
stopping for pedestrians. What are some activities you're doing with crashes and traffic accidents? Well, you know, so a really interesting study that just came out from the AAA um, Auto Club, you know, the um, Foundation mm-hmm. on Traffic Safety, is the connection between falls and traffic crashes. Really? People who, <laughs> people who, mm-hmm. are, who fall are 40% more likely to be involved in a traffic crash. Oh, my God. So there are all these interesting connections. So actually, AAA is sponsoring our Stepping On programs this year. So because of the lack of uh, or the problem with balance, you might maybe your foot would fall off of the gas or the brake or yeah. something like that. Yeah, is, is mo- that just I mean mobility issues. Uh, lots of different you know you, lots of different things can play into into that. that so amazing. I think that's there's so many connections that maybe we don't make in mm-hmm. the whole area of injury prevention mm-hmm. and safety and that's that's one um, we're seeing a really significant increase in pedestrian crashes oh, yeah. nationwide yeah. Yeah. and um, there I mean again a lot of it has to be about enforcement a lot of it has to be about education but a new program that we're really excited about is our artful crossings initiative and if people have noticed mm-hmm. we're retooling the pedestrian flag holders so that they include local artists so there's uh, there's local artists, including some from Artworkings, which is a sheltered workshop for people with disabilities. Those are going up all over the the community. Um, so you know to make them art installations in addition to helping helping people, people get, get across, across the street, the street yeah. is a, an exciting piece. Yeah, yeah. I, I was uh, I experienced a lady going across the street and she had her her flag sort of like this and was very timid and I went like go. Oh, Go with that flag, you know, just really get it out there. Right. Use that to help you get across the street. And, you know, the other thing we're seeing, it's not only motorists that are texting and being a hazard to pedestrians, it's pedestrians that are texting and talking on the phone and not paying attention. So there needs to be education of both motorists and pedestrians about this. So people walking along and and just not aware at all that they're in the middle of a crosswalk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and just drivers just not paying any attention to crosswalks. Mm -hmm. You know, you're it isn't it's a law that you're supposed to stop. Stop, right? You know, so you're breaking the law if you hit somebody in a in a crossing, right? Mm -hmm. And as I understand it, the definition of crossing doesn't necessarily have to be two lines. That's right. On the road, it's like from Mm -hmm. one point to the. I learned this from in Milwaukee. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they're, they're working on this. The aging program there is, is really helping. And they're to focusing, I think, more on the driver mm-hmm. side to get mm-hmm. people to uh, pay attention. Yeah. You know. yeah. Well, people say that we don't have that culture here that they have in other states mm-hmm. where people yield to pedestrians. We, we still have a lot of education to do about that and enforcement. Yeah. yeah. Both. Yeah. Well, it seems to me that if you're talking about a 150-pound person and a 1,000-pound car, um, <laughs> one of them needs to give up the right-of-way. Yeah. That's right. It seems to me it should be the car. So, uh, anyway. Well, it should be, but it may not be. as a pedestrian, I'm going to be cautious, too. Yes, <laughs> right. Because yeah. I, I don't want to take the chance. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to play chicken with that 2,000-pound mm. car. No. Um, uh, the whole business of drug interaction and drug, you're calling it drug poisoning. Yes. Is that a term that's now being favored? or? Yes. That's actually the public health term that the CDC uses. Okay. Drug yes. poisoning. Drug poisoning. Okay. 
And this includes the misuse of prescription yes. drugs. It does. And would I be correct in assuming that maybe some of the problem there is older people have all these drugs and maybe their kids and their grandkids take them? It's a big problem. Yeah, yeah, it's a really big problem. And also just people not completely understanding the interactions of their medications. You know, this the United Way program where they're looking at sitting down with people and um, reconciling medications, I think, is a super sure. program. And, and getting rid of old medications. Yes. I am just so angry with my husband. He holds <laughs> on to these pill bottles, and I look, and they're sometimes seven years old, and yeah. I just grab them away. Take them to the med drop. Take them to the med med drop. drop. Thank you, Cheryl, for joining us today and helping us to understand some of the ways your organization is making a difference in our community. Thank you. See you next month on Senior Beat.